Okay. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. How y'all doing? Hello, Danny. Hello, Layla. Nice to see you guys. How you doing today? Oh, speaking of how you doing, how are you doing, Casper? I am doing okay. It's ridiculously warm in my room, but... Oh, it's been so fucking warm, man. I've got a fan up here, but hold on. Let me just quickly demonstrate for our audio listeners why I don't have this fan on. You alright? How are you guys doing? It's a bit windy in here. I can't hear it. Can you not hear that? My audio on my stream picks that up so loud. Like, I can't you hear cannot... Oh right, on my on my thing, it, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's fix- yeah, Fango Burra, Fango Burra is true. Oh god. Um. So yeah, it's been window. so fucking warm. I've got uh, you can't see it because I have my curtains closed for lighting reasons. But I have two double doors in my room because uh, this is supposed to be some kind of dining room or or living area or something. I've got two double doors here and they are wide open right now behind that curtain because it's two, so two so, attic roof uh, windows and. Yeah. Hang on, this one, the other one isn't open. Also, this is the first time that da, 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 Danny has seen what I look like. Oh my god, <laughs> did you hear that car going past? I did just hear that car going past, yeah. Um, uh, silent, you're just going to have to deal with the outside How are you doing? noise because I'm not closing the window. Look, I've got fried. a Pokeball. Don't, uh, yes, don't ask me this what, what this I kind of like, Pokeball Danny. is because it's illegal to have in the UK. Apparently. Although I'm <laughs> not usually this. Uh, this no, it's, no, it's not actually. They're tobacco grinders, I think. Uh, so this is a tobacco grinder, Twitch. Um, it doesn't work uh, anyway. It doesn't, it doesn't work doesn't anyway, but it's a little Pokeball one. It's quite Ow. cute. Uh, a little Pokeball toy. Uh, run over Skrill, hello, Silent. Uh, just... It sounds like a time for sure, it sure does. Uh, run over Skrill, thank you for the uwu. Uh, I'm doing good, and you? I'm doing fantastic, thank you. Um, right, the first topic I want to get onto, actually, is I asked... I did have a nice conversation with Casper uh, just before we started, and I told him to just go upstairs and call me instead because we're about to start the podcast and this would make a good topic. But it's autistic characters in video games. And I wonder, yeah. actually, if in chat, if anyone knows any confirmed autistic characters in video games I've or even any told... hinted at autistic characters in video games. I've been told by quite a few friends that there is a lot of autistic video game representation. Like, yeah. Part of the reason hey, I started playing video games again as an adult was because I've I was told about the fair amount of autistic representation. And Danny's just about put there Watson from Apex. Uh, we both learned that information at exactly the same time, Danny, which is why yeah. I wanted to talk about it today because I know Casper for a while now has been wanting to talk about uh, autistic characters in video games on his YouTube channel. And um, I just learned today that Watson's uh, autist- autistic as well. Uh, good, uh, I'm good, Savage. Thank you, and I'm glad you're doing well. Um, yeah, Watson's an uh, autistic character. She's confirmed by the writers to be autistic, and it's also hinted at in her bio. Uh, uh, Watson Apex bio. Let me actually get up what it says. But yeah, what's this character? You you, you mentioned you've been told Casper a lot. Of characters. I've been told a lot about Josh from Watch Dogs 2. I've not played Watch Dogs 2 myself, but uh, when I first wanted to research autistic characters in video games when I started doing a series over on my YouTube channel, mm. just a subtle promo here, 
about autistic characters in things. Uh, I googled autistic characters in video games, and Josh from Watch Dogs 2 was the top result. And there was this article on the National Autistic Society about how this character helped someone come to terms with their diagnosis. And I don't know why, but that proper stuck with me, just because it's not something that you expect to read. Mm. Um, and I've never played Watch Dogs 2. I've played the first Watch Dogs very briefly, but I didn't enjoy it a lot, as much as I was expecting to, because when it first came out, Watch Dogs was hyped to be this massive thing where you could be a spy and hack into everything. And then you play it, and it's not like that at all. So I was disappointed by the first one, so I've never played the rest, but I have been told that the other ones are a lot better than the first one. Hmm. Yeah. Um... So I should probably play it eventually, but I'm not entirely sure whether I will enjoy it, so I don't want to spend a lot of money on it. So, yeah, yeah. Like in the meantime, whether or not the video games are an enjoyable character. or a completely different uh, thing. There's actually a list here of uh, autistic video game characters who I might go through in a minute. But uh, I just wanted to read Watson's thing because I thought this was uh, quite cute. Um, Daughter of the Games is lead. This is her biography on uh, her official biography. Uh, Daughter of the Games is lead electrical engineer. She studied his manuals to stay close to him and discovered her calling at a young age. Though she could be completely distracted one moment and hyper-focused the next, electricity grounded her. Its ordered, predictable flow made sense in a way that the rest of the world didn't. Which I just think is very cute, you know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's quite a sweet way of putting it. Yeah, Josh in Watch Dogs is a computer hacker. and uh... Is he the one with... Um... He's a mask. young guy. Josh, no, he's a teenager. Oh fuck that guy! Yeah, no, he's yeah. very he he's openly autistic. I think. Yeah. He even talks uh, about he even talks about being autistic and, and what it's like. Uh, they don't say the word autism. Do they not in I, the main I swear game? He talks it's about in it. one of the DLCs that they mention oh, the word autism. Okay. Apparently, uh, but. He has said explicitly in the game that he is autistic, which is a first, as far as I know. Like, I've yeah. never played a game where a character has been yeah, like, like th This is why I also had added the footnote of uh, hinted autistic characters, yeah. or at least confirmed by uh, things. I, I, I kind of understand it because it's kind of hard to maybe um, uh, show... A, a character is autistic but it's not very hard to uh because it's all a spectrum and everything and there's different like there's a variety to it so maybe dialogue lines uh in in game aren't can never be a lot enough but there's yeah. no reason for a lot of the time for a character to not say they're autistic you know like yeah it's just it, as, even as a like a passing dialogue like in like in rick and morty it. where rick is just like where they're playing minecraft together and um Rick's just like, is this game popular with autistic people? Because I'm starting to love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And even like, like, like it's like, just a that, simple things like passing that. phrase. It's a simple passing phrase. It is easy to work that kind of dialogue in. And I feel like it's kind of, it kind of sucks when it's only really hinted at in deep lore yeah. in the game. And then it's confirmed by a developer, like good on them for confirming it outside of the game. But the character never fucking says it in the game. 
Um, yeah, it, it's a hey, lot like... I would doing? very much like it if these games developers just put it in in their game because being autistic is nothing to be ashamed about and nothing to be embarrassed about. And by just hinting at it and not having the character explicitly say that they're autistic yeah. makes autistic people playing the game think that that character must be ashamed of themselves because of it, because they won't actually say the word. Disabled yeah. is not a dirty word. Or they're Autism incredibly, or they're incredibly cost, but co it. comfortable with it. There's that as well. Yeah. Like, maybe they're just but, so comfortable with it that they don't need to say it. But then you, then all we're doing is speculating on whether what, what the thoughts and feelings are of fictional characters when really we should be speculating about what the thoughts and feelings are of the people behind the characters yeah. that write them, that animate them, that direct them. Um, uh, just looking through this list I've got in front of me as well, there's a couple of names uh, from games that I recognise. Patricia Tannis from Borderlands 2. She's quite clearly... Which one was that? We've played Borderlands she, Yeah, too. she's quite clearly autistic in the game. She is the um, insane scientist who... Let me quickly Google her on my phone. You'll you you'll recognise a picture of her. Like. She's the insane scientist that sends you on some quests for usually for Iridium-related uh, stuff sometimes. Um, and in the... She's quite clearly uh, autistic, like, from her dialogue and stuff, I, I would think. Uh, and how she can't tell uh, emotions and things like that. Like, she's got a lot of dialogue around her being autistic without explicitly saying it. Uh, but then in the mission... Oh, in the, I remember in the that mission, one. In the mission briefing for Hidden Journals, which is a quest you can get in the game, she's referred to as an insane introvert with Asperger's. Yeah, which is, which is nice. It's nice to mm -hmm. have a games company actually say it. Because it's not a dirty word and should not be a, something that you have to hide away and code into your characters. It's the same as square baiting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's annoying that it's, it's hidden away a lot of the time. I feel like it's all well and good hinting at Watson from Apex being, uh, being autistic and then having it confirmed by a writer. But in the game, I haven't heard a single line of dialogue that yeah. paints it that way at all. It, I haven't heard it, her say anything. I know, about I know it's it. not the same, but it it's like when J.K. Rowling suddenly said that Dumbledore was gay. It's like, similar, yeah. Out of nowhere, but it's, it's, obviously it's, it's a, the makers of, of, of uh, Apex well. probably have better, better. Um, I think they do. Better, uh, various. Well, hello, welcome to the chat. Welcome to the discussion. Discussion. Um, yes, like speaking on that, actually, there's a character I've never played Overwatch. There's apparently a character called Symmetra, uh, I think, or Symmetra. I, I think I'm just going to go with Symmetra because it sounds like symmetry. Um, and she is referred to as on the spectrum in a comic. Uh, and then is confirmed to be autistic by the comics writer, which is then confirmed by Overwatch's game di game di director. And the, the and sh I think a lot of people in uh, LGBT people in Overwatch have been frustrated in the past because there has been a character, and I think maybe multiple characters during that game that have had like hints all the fucking time and had like loads and loads of queer baiting and then once the game was in its like fucking fifth year of being released or whatever don't quote me on that that's not an exact date um but a very long time after the game was released and all of these hints were dropped 
suddenly the developers just like, oh yeah, also she gay. She gay. She's been gay this whole oh, time. Oh yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen people complaining about that because Bungie, it does feel for like oh for the subscription as well. Jesus Christ, thank you so much for that. Um, it does feel like pandering for pandering's sake, like. Yeah, um, it really does. Uh, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like that. I I don't. I, I, I'm I, struggling I don't... to find a list with a list. Uh, of hold on, let games. me send you this. Uh, you're gonna have to scroll down to the very bottom because it's all um it's all film, TV, and everything. But it's just a list of fictional autistic characters, and then video games is right at the bottom. Oh, who's uh, it? Uh, what I sent you website is it from? Because Wikipedia. I've got it up on my phone now. Wikipedia. Um, uh, yeah, thank you again so much for now. the prime sub there, um, uh, Jessica. I really appreciate that. Uh, okay, so yeah, and it, it, it annoys me. What I do like about um, Apex that I haven't actually seen in a lot of games is the fact that they are incredibly direct most of the time and they don't need external... Uh, people most of the time because we are literally just talking right now about the fact that Watson's only confirmed to be autistic uh, externally and hinted to be autistic in the actual game um, but for other things for other lots of diversity and stuff they are incredibly direct with it like Apex has got one of the most diverse casts I've ever seen in terms yeah, of like the characters there's, there's like a, they are from all different backgrounds everything in it apparently um, um they uh well the the um the uh bloodhound uh they are non-binary i wait, don't you've know just, you've just said overwatch do you mean apex i meant apex sorry no i meant apex what the fuck was i talking about i didn't realize i said overwatch i'm so sorry no well overwatch is also incredibly diverse from what i've heard it's apparently incredibly diverse but apparently apparently it um it was one of those where it was only incredibly diverse in the same way that J.K. Rowling coming out and saying Dumbledore was gay years after the books were finished. Uh, yeah, is incredibly diverse. Just... You know, it seem it just seems like you're just saying that after your game has suddenly started to drop in sales, and now you're just like, oh, by the way, gay, gay there, gay there. A representation look look at all this representation that we suddenly have please buy our game more thank you and at that point it just feels like a marketing tactic with apex it seems incredibly upfront like valkyrie the latest character um the latest character to be introduced as a legend in apex she is a lesbian she has dialogue lines that confirm her to be a lesbian um the directors and everything they're incredibly upfront uh, I think even before she came out, as the fact that she gay, like she's always been gay, and there's no, there's no, there's no baiting going on there. She just gay, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, um, like I know that they are very, very, mm -hmm. uh, they're very open with it and good with it. Uh, Apex, and I, I'm hesitant to say Overwatch because it does just seem like pandering. Yeah, I feel like they're I better now, like now that their game is multiple years old and they can't use queer baiting in order to get more people to buy it because it's just out. Yeah. And, like, all that being said, it's a good game. Like, I'm sure people buy it because of that reason as well. Um, and, and things like that. But, uh, yeah. I It just sucks when you have to make people guess 
or when it is said externally. Like, be proud of it. If the character is autistic and you want them to be autistic, make them autistic. Make them be proud that they're autistic. Make them be happy that they're autistic. Or show the problems that they face with that. Uh, in like in a game like Apex, do it in dialogue lines or something like that, or in yeah. a single player game where you've got a silent protagonist. Uh, that <laughs> hint hint. Hello, silent. How you doing? Um, uh, where you got a silent protagonist, like something you know with their like hands, the with their body language, things like that. Undertale uh, doesn't say much. Under Undertale. Fucking why? I why am I blanking on this? What this is? Undertale, the one oh, with Oh yes, yes. The uh, pixelated character. Yeah, who, they're also I purposefully non-binary so that non uh, more people can relate. Yeah, they are non-binary. Uh, I didn't know whether it was non-binary or they were just like a being with no gender, no form. That's also kind of true. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm not entirely sure. You, depending on how you play the game and what how you interpret the game as well, also kind of true that they they may just be a being that doesn't have a gender. Uh, I think uh, uh, Undertale was probably quite bad. Yeah, Frisk uh, is non-binary. Hi, Silent Wing Wing. <laughs> yes, hello, Silent. Uh, every time I say the word Silent protagonist, now I look over t to my chat. Wow. Um, I've just realised that my hair is so horrible uh, because I can't shower. Yes, yes, we've had problems with the shower. We can't use it for the next 24 hours, which is annoying because it's very hot right I now. wanted to dye my hair tonight, to be honest. Like, that's why I'm quite annoyed. So yeah, the, so, so the, more, the more I play Apex, the more I learn about it and the more uh, I learn about the characters and stuff. And it, it, every time, like, seemingly... There seems to be more and more characters that have more and more diverse uh, roles. Like Bloodhound is uh, non-binary. There's a bunch of LGBT characters. Um, like Gibraltar is gay. Uh, Valkyrie is gay. Um, I think... Who's bisexual? There's one of them that is. I'm not too sure. There is one of them, but one of them that's. It bisexual, might be Fuse. I think Fuse is bisexual. Because um, uh, he slaps in one of the a... in one of the introduction trailers for Fuse back in season eight. He slaps Caustic's ass, and it's one of the funniest scenes I've seen in an Apex trailer for ages. Um, yeah, I remember you said one of the characters is trans. Yeah, Bloodhound is non-binary, but Casper just told me that there's. A trans guy in there? No, that's Overwatch. Because you, oh, uh, you initially uh, said Overwatch, and I was like, oh, there's a trans guy in Overwatch. But then you are actually talking about Apex. I'm pretty sure that there is a trans character in Overwatch, but I'm not sure whether they're actually trans or whether oh, people just think yeah. they're trans. Like, I can't are, work are it out confirmed? partially because I've never played the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, we know we don't know. Uh, yeah, Tracer, I think, is the lesbian character that there was a bit of controversy around because they only said that she was a lesbian uh, uh, quite a while after release. Um, but... Uh... Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah I'm not I'm too just, sure. I'm just character. looking at this list on Wikipedia and I've not fucking heard of him. But I've scrolled down and there's an article. Uh, video games are being transformed by the autistic character, apparently. 
Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's talking about Overwatch again. And how... Yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting to see... Um, uh, characters in video games. Like, I'm looking at... I'm, I've, I've looked up LGBT characters in video games now just because I want to see how many of these... I recognize how many of these characters Yeah, I'm like a quarter of the way through that game about a trans guy, but I've forgotten the first quarter of it, so I might need to just start it again because I've yeah, not played it. Yeah, for tell, tell me why. Um, I think Tell Me Why is currently free somewhere. I'm not too sure. It's, it's I've on it. Games Pass. Is it actually? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I've got it on Games Pass. I need to play it. And it might be free for yet. LGBT for Pride Month, actually. That oh, that's sense. true. That's true. Uh, um, which is, and it, it's nice having a character that is heavily coded, like not even coded. They explicitly say that he's trans within the first two minutes. And even though I went into it knowing the character was trans, I was still shocked when they said it because games yeah. don't do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but it's done by the same people who did Life is Strange, and I'm pretty sure that's gay. I've never played it, but all of my gay friends really like it, so I think it's probably gay. Borderlands. I'm, I've just got scrolling down this list of LGBT characters. Borderlands has so many LGBT characters. Um, Tiny Tina's a lesbian, apparently. Uh, Mad Moxie's bisexual, but I think everybody fucking knew that. Uh, Sam Hammerlock's gay. I forgot about that, yes. Because um, you, you have a whole quest yeah. trying to find his... Um, husband slash boyfriend i think claptrap is also gay but i'm just making wait. that one up because claptrap's my favorite character okay i was gonna say like i don't think claptrap has a sexuality i think he's got other things he could be mind. anything robots don't have sexuality he's robots don't have gender robots don't he, have gender he's, to be honest. he's everything and he's everything and all of the pronouns all at once and i love that thing apparently there is um a metric shit ton of characters in Dragon Age who are part of the LGBT community. Uh, I've never played Dragon Age, but again, it's one that I've been told to play by a lot of people. I'm going to Google there's, whether there's, Life is there's actually, oh, This is weird, actually, because Dragon Age has got a ton of LGBT characters and one trans man. There's just one trans person in there. Wow. Um, is so Life is Strange uh, Save, welcome. Uh, what's today's podcast about? Currently... We're talking about um, representation in video games because we were talking a little bit about autistic uh, representation in video games because I just learned today that Watson from um, Apex Legends is autistic, which is awesome. Uh, and now we've sort of moved on into um, just talking about uh, LGBT representation. Apparently, the games. lesbian relationship in Life is Strange is... Uh unhealthy and well the, thi the thing about life is really strange haven't is... been very happy with it from the thing about life is strange is that it's really left ambiguous as to whether or not you are in a relationship like you could play the yeah. entire game with you could play the entire game of life is strange and um flirt the hell out of the person who is 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 could be quote unquote the love interest uh, trust me i did it because you know i love romancing characters in video games it's so much fun uh and i tried like i thought there was genuinely romanceable options in this game the first time i played through it i didn't look up any tutorials or anything i just played it and i tried to romance this character and no matter how far 
<coughs> excuse me, no matter how far you take it, um, if there's never any actual confirmation they're in a relationship. Yeah, that's what these could be in a relationship or anything like that. Reviews are staying. I'm reading it's, it's a review. I would describe it as queer baity as fuck. I love yeah, that's Life is Strange, all of these... but either make it so that they're in a relationship or make it so that they're just friends. Do not put them somewhere in between because that's just queer baity as fuck and doesn't do any favours for your story. Um, oh god, apparently spoilers incoming. Um, oh, and also, yes, uh, Zave just made a good point it, of you've got to make sure to watch out for companies blatantly and shamelessly rainbow washing. That's, so, that's what um, this yeah. article I've just clicked on written by a lesbian says that uh, it plays into the stereotype in media as a whole that the lesbian always dies. Like, lesbians always die in shows or that's a that's a stereotype i haven't actually noticed there's that's it's quite a big thing i know my friend ollie who identifies as a lesbian and I'm... is non-binary is very spoken about it on their instagram and honestly that's, that's the only reason i know about it like that's I very have known that it was a thing but if you google it there's a list of hundreds of lgbt women that have been the first to die and uh, it's like it's a theory similar to the Bechdel test, uh, done by the same sort of people, that the lesbian will always be the first to die. And I've just read an article that says that uh, life is strange; it is no exception. And uh, yeah, although uh, as I said before, there's no confirmation of anything in that game, so she like that she can die that is a thing but also she's not confirmed to her sexuality is not confirmed one way or another yeah uh, it, it as, as far as i remember says... anyway feel free to correct me chat if i'm wrong there um i kind of wanted think... to play it until i googled it which like everything i've read like all of these articles are written by lesbians and they're all saying that it's queer baiting and it's just playing into the stereotype that lesbians are made to die in media. Yeah. The one hundred yeah. um, is because my... I knew that I knew that there was always um, uh, like like there's like like Jordan Peele's taking the piss uh, with his movies a lot out of the fact that the black guy always dies first. Um, yeah. And the black guy has always died first in horror movies so much. It's definitely. It definitely doesn't really happen all that much anymore, and I think it's because people were n noticing more and more every time you fucking we, did it. In <sighs> the babysitter, they take the piss out of that, don't they? Or is, is it a second one when they're like, there's a black guy and he's like, oh no, I'm gonna die first. Have you not seen a horror movie? Was it the babysitter? Hello? Uh, yes, hello, I'm reading, sorry. Um... Was it the babysitter? I think it was. I'm gonna Google it. Babysitter. Sure. Sorry, I I completely. Uh, I was reading something. What? What? Uh, silent. I'll I get to your message in a that, second. I was saying that in the babysitter, um, there's a black guy in it. It it's like a horror comedy for mm -hmm. those who don't know. And he's quite um, self-aware, isn't he? I was thinking about he's that just too. Just like he's just like, oh no, 
There's yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going I, down I'm not there. Gonna I'm not. First. I'm gonna I, die yeah, he first says something I'm like. Black. Yeah, he, yeah, like he says something then, like that. He's he, like I he says something like I'm not first. going down there, or I'm not doing this, or or, or something, because I'm the black guy, and don't you know this is a horror situation? Black guys always die first. Uh, yeah. And I quite like that sort of self-awareness of it. Um, I, it's definitely, thankfully, died out. Uh, like Silent says there, the black guy is dying first. It's a trope that's been played played to death. Silent also says um, uh, here, uh, I think I need to correct... This is Silent, uh, me quoting Silent. I think I need to correct a statement I said on your podcast a while ago. What I meant to say was not what I did say. What I wanted to say was that... I like representation in video games. The only time I'll ever have issue with it is the fact that they're, that them being the LGBT plus is their whole personality. That's just yeah. my opinion. Feel free to have a different opinion on it. I actually agree with that uh, purely because the there is so much more interesting movies. to any individual character or real life person than... Um, than them being uh, LGBT plus. And it's kind of an insult to them being LGBT plus and to the LGBT community when them being LGBT plus is literally the only thing that they have going on for them. Also, yeah. sorry, I completely fucking forgot it's... to thank Raspberry Grunge for following me whilst I was offline, so thank you so much for that. Uh, carry on, Casper. It's the same vibes as when the person in a wheelchair's whole personality is the fact that they use a wheelchair mm. um oh oh that's a good segue actually i wanted to um i, w I just want to say have you ever chat have you ever noticed the um the fucking characters right that are every minority under the sun because the 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 movie or book or game had to have a minority character, right? But yeah, every other character the is, is in a wheelchair. yeah, every other character is 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 straight or or white or whatever, and then you have one character who's black, gay, and disabled all at the same fucking time, and yeah. it's just like. There are so many characters you could have had these individual things on. And obviously there's nothing wrong with being black, gay, and in a wheelchair. But it's just like, you're quite clearly using up your quote-unquote minority quota for a, for a game. Sahil, welcome. I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? And uh, Zave, thank you so much for the 10 bits there with a little pride rag as well. I really enjoy that. Uh, Zave says, I'm hoping to go to Pride in New York City again this year. I went two years ago and got so much great footage of all the love and celebrations. Pride is amazing. Uh, obviously, unfortunately, it's been uh, postponed, at least here in the UK. It's been postponed. Yeah, every Pride in the country. Yeah, now. every Pride in the country has been postponed. Uh, we still have Pride Month and we still, you know, celebrate in our own way. But obviously, because of the pandemic, you know, having that many people together uh is 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 not a good idea and i think i know that they're still doing online things with trans pride anyway uh mm, everything exactly. will still be online there's still there's always online what? things also yeah, hold on what what the fuck i just scrolled down as we were talking and i saw five nights at freddy's on this list of video game characters that are lgbt and apparently, there's four Five Nights at Credit games where Mangle is a genderqueer character. Mangle's a fucking robot. 
Mangle, yeah, Mangle. Mangle is a, a is is a collection of metal with a spirit trapped inside. Is it? Does it mean the spirit trapped inside it? Is that is that the idea? Because Mangle as a character is a collection of metal parts that hunts you down and kills you. Mangle. I mean, sure, like genderqueer people can Mangle. still be villains, but like that it's a robot question mark uh let me read the note here while mangle is referred to as he by phone guy one of the gender. customer challenges titles as ladies night includes toy chica with a chica and mangle however the term ladies night is used to refer to a night when special discounts are available to women not when men are absent it's also possible that scott cawthon added mangle to the challenge for balance as there would only been two animatronics present as such mangle's quote-unquote true gender remains disputed in 2015 scott Corden jokingly stated the answer to whether mangle is male or female is yes since then mangles mangle has used both pronouns he and she see that seems okay cool sure I, I like scott Cawthon's answer there but i also think scott Cawthon answered uh the question of whether or not uh, what what the gender is as yes because it's such a fucking ridiculous question because it is a metal fucking machine that is just hunting you down at night why do you need to know the gender of that that just seems yeah. dumb that just seems like what i don't know uh why does that need any gender sahil thank you so much for the 10 bits there really really appreciate that um, um they're too spirited Likely spirit inside the machine. That that would make sense. Uh, it's not like Scott Cawthon would tell I've us I've just anyway. found a lot of fan fictions about Mangle's gender, and I don't want to click on them. Yeah, no, don't read the fan fiction. Yeah, Scott Cawthon never likes to reveal anything about the lore of his universe. Uh, he likes people like MatPat to work it out for him. <laughs> but, I have um, only played the first Five Nights at Freddy's, and honestly, it could be, I it never could be the spirit inside the universe. Like, um, it, if it is the spirit, that's that's all cool and everything. Like, of course, that's fine. But it's just like, it's it's a it's a it's a metal. It's just a metal fucking robot that comes to kill you. I don't. Some characters are just like, why do you need to know? It's not even. Uh, it's not even like whether they're genderqueer or not it's why do people give a fuck why are you asking <laughs> yeah like just play the fucking game it's supposed to jump scare you and uh, like i don't know uh i th might that play one... the rest of them at some point because they're weird. on games pass and i assume now i'm an adult i would probably find it a bit easier i like that response but that's not an answer well it is an answer yes like by saying yes, you basically just say it, it doesn't fucking matter, <laughs> which is what my response would be. Vavi, thank you for the uwu. Um, okay, so we've got here. Oh, uh, Trevor Phillips, Grand Theft Auto 5, bisexual. That's confirmed. He acts bisexual. He flirts with both men and women relentlessly. Um, and he also admits that he is bisexual. Uh, after Franklin asks him whether or not he's gay or not. So that is a character that openly is bisexual, acts as bisexual, and it does actually even say it. Um, that's good. So, yes. Uh, that's, a, like, he's not a great person, but you're not supposed to be playing a great person in Grand Theft Auto, I don't think, because you can yeah, run people down in cars and blow them, up, to be a blow them up. If you're a good person, then you're, the wrong, you're playing the wrong game. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless you're just feeling like, 
incredibly bored or depressed and you just drive around in Grand Theft Auto 5 trying to obey traffic laws. Because <laughs> yeah. I've done that. I've done that. Um, but the whole storyline of, of the game is, is you know, you torture people, you kill people. That's the whole fucking game. Is, it's insane. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's a character that is bisexual that's open about it. He's not a great character, but he's still I a... I wonder what the good, disability rep in video games is like. Because I have never played a character in a video game that Lev isn't in... completely able-bodied. Apparently Lev in The Last of Us Part 2 is a trans man. I didn't know that. I knew that there was lesbian and bisexual I've relationships in The Last, Last of Us 2. Last of Us 1 or The uh, Last of Us 2. No, neither did I. Neither did I. Um, uh, the Last of Us Left Behind... Uh, Ellie's a lesbian, and The Last of Us, Bill and Frank are gay. I don't know who that, that is. Uh, but The Last of Us Part 2, apparently there's a character called Lev who is a trans man, which I didn't know. Sorry, I lit a fucking incense stick, and it's actually fucking burning my throat now. Can you fuck off, wow. please? Um, yes. Um, I've just googled uh, um, video game uh cat 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 characters who are disabled and uh the lack of results is actually quite sound uh well according to the law of the games and five nights at freddy's uh the characters move from restaurant to restaurant so technically um mangle could have eaten dozens of kids with different identities i need to put this fucking incense stick out uh, that's a point, I suppose. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've, I, I've never really thought about it because I would like to view all mechanical creatures who eat children as gentlemen. They can be whatever they want to be. I highly doubt they have thoughts and feelings. So you know. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do they have a concept of gender? Is a question that. I, I think Scott Cawthon's answer to that is perfect because why are people asking that? It's the same, like, the same people who are asking that, I think, just want to know whether they should draw their mangle Five Nights at Freddy's Rule 34 porn with a dick or with a vagina. And that's the yeah. only kind of person who's going to be asking that about yeah, a robot character. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that's Whereas... the, like the only the only people who are asking that are the people who are writing the fan fiction you mentioned earlier. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Max and Chloe from Life is Strange are both confirmed to be bisexual. That's good, I guess. Um, I'm um... not entirely sure what to think of it just because of that. Those reviews I read earlier, but I, I might play it and see what I think for myself if it's on. Apparently, Game Pass, you maybe. can end up, you uh, know, you can end up romancing Chloe as Max in the, and it's part of the main plot of Life is Strange. I didn't know that. Uh, Max does have the choice to kiss Chloe, but it's one of those sort of like truth or dare kind of moments. That's not the exact kind of thing, but it's sort of like a. It might have been a dare. I don't know. But apparently there's multiple yeah. points in the game where you can have the choice. Oh, you can have the choice to kiss the male friend Warren. You get multiple cho choices to do that. Or you get the choices to kiss Chloe as well. So she's referred to as bisexual. Uh, okay. Chloe admits she has romantic feelings towards another woman called Rochelle. Um, 
And you can apparently romance her in a different game as Chloe. But yes, uh, I can see why the LGBT community is annoyed about Chloe and Max's relationship in Life is Strange because... Yeah, it the general consensus seems to be explicitly that stated at all. Like it's it's hinted at most of the time, and then you've got this like sort of like ability to romance the characters, and like you 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 know if you play your cards right, Max kisses Chloe, but it's sort of one of those like, is this a kiss because this is a dare, and we're just friends, and we're just fucking around? Is this a kiss because of romance reasons? And then it's never expanded upon, so you don't really know, and it just seems like. It just seems like they wanted to add a kissing scene of two women in the trailer. That's what it feels like. Oh yeah, exactly. Like. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like there's it any feels actual like development they just there. The it just to feels buy like the game and then the gays to buy the game. It. Yeah, legit. As yeah. Uh, as as Zav said earlier, rainbow washing. Um, yeah, rainbow capitalism. That's just bad. <laughs> and uh, uh, Jessica just says, "I've tried to obey traffic laws in GTA V as well, and it does not work." Yes, no, it really doesn't work. Um. Yeah. Apparently, there's a disabled character in uh, Mario Five. Hold on, but, uh... Mario has LGBT characters back as far as 1985. I'm not sure if Mario has LGBT characters at all. Toad is apparently agender in Super Mario Bros. 1985. Um. The appearance of Toad, Toad is does not represent his gender. They're still gendering him by in the quote, though. Stating that it's never been decided what gender could be associated with any Toad. He clarifies later that the gender of the Toads will remain a lit mystery. Okay. And then there's a character called Birdo, who is a trans woman in Super Mario Bros. 2. Um, the I've never really been into the Mario Universe. It, it's just strange to me because I never even thought about Mario having any LGBT characters because in my mind, because I never really got into Mario, Mario for me is either Mario Kart or that really pixelated 1985 game that people have played to death. <laughs> and that's it. Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Bros. Yeah, the original one. That's interesting. A uh, bunch of different characters in Mass Effect, um, but obviously the, there was always going to be it's Bioware for fuck's sake. They're real good for it. And um, although if you want trans characters, which is why I originally looked this up, because it's less. There seems to be a lot less trans characters than there are just lesbian or gay characters. Um, there is one trans character called Hanley Abrams throughout all four Mass Effect games. Uh, it is Mass Effect Andromeda, and there is a trans woman in that. Every other LGBT character is just, uh, gay, lesbian, or bisexual. Um. Oh yeah, a character named Lester in GTA V walks around with a cane and actively has limps. So there's, there's yeah, one I've GTA just read V character him. that's disabled. Yes. Yeah, go on. You uh, like I've you just read about him, and uh, apparently, I'm not entirely sure whether you can play as him. Because what I'm thinking no, is that I've never played a video game where there is a character with a physical disability, ever. That really? you can play as. Apex Legends. Like, I want to be able to play yeah, as a Apex character Legends. in a wheelchair, or be able to play as a character that uses a cane. 
Apex Legends. The Octane has no legs. Um, no, he has prosthetic legs. He's he's very he's very able to do things because you know the game is fighting and stuff like that, and he's a daredevil, so he he runs really fast and things like that. Um, but yeah, the 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 character he blew his legs off with a grenade, uh, so Did he's he? got metal legs, yeah. And they're quite Sir clear. Hammerlock they're quite prosthetic. Is he's also quite disabled. Open about it. From Borderlands. Sir 2. Hammerlock, yes, he's missing an eye and a arm, or is it a leg? Um, an arm. Is it? Is it? It's his it, left arm. The, the the characters definitely do still count as disabled characters when they're in future sci-fi situations where their prosthetics are so good that they basically the same function as beforehand, right? Because they're yeah. missing, they're still missing an arm. So that's what that's what some prosthetics originally. are like nowadays, even. Yeah, some, like, but it's some still, of them it's, are it's getting just there. as good as normal hands. Uh, Hammerlock is missing an arm, and an eye, and maybe a yeah. leg. I can't see a full shot of him. Oh yes, he's missing uh, the lower half of his right leg, as well. Hamlock is missing an eye alarm and like, oh, silent, thank you. <laughs> I literally just looked that up, then looked over to my chat and, and read that. Uh, there's a trans character from Die Krem. is my favourite character in the whole game above the... Inc da Dragon Age Inquisition. Is that what that means? D-A-I. Dragon Age Inquisition uh, Krem. Apparently yes. there's a uh, trans, in... Trans, there's a trans man character called... Um, Krem in Dragon Age. That's cool. Okay, gotcha. Apparently there's a section where you play as Joker in Mass Effect 2, who is in what? a wheelchair. Uh, but oh, Joker, the character. I was going to say, what the... what? the fucking Joker is in Batman, not Mass Effect 2. No, there is a character called Joker in Mass Effect 2, and you do play as him very briefly. But a lot of the articles when I Google video games with disabled characters are like, where's the representation? Like, there's no main protagonist who are disabled. Hmm. Apart from in in GTA 5, and a lot of people are saying that they want uh, a game that isn't, that isn't wheelchair-bound full-time. Like, it would be nice to have a character who can stand up and go down the stairs, but sometimes needs a wheelchair if they're going far distances. Like, hmm. There is a section in Life, Life is Strange where Chloe is uh, disabled. You can't play as her, though. But that's a whole other area, and it's only a brief... It's not a brief section. It does take up a fair portion of the game. But it is... Um, it's a whole time loop thing and whatever um saints row apparently <laughs> saints row apparently has a lot of uh bisexual and pansexual representation but um the thing about that is is saints row is just a massive fuck fest anyway and the yeah, entire literally it, all like, i remember the entire the point is that of i it, think you can beat people up with a massive dildo yeah the, the entire fucking point of saints row is that anybody is fucking anything at any given time because it's just fucking chaos and everything, uh, which is f nice, and that's you know that's what you do. But like you know, 
you can be gay, lesbian, bisexual. You can quote unquote romance people in Saints Row 4, which means you can't really, but it's just like a, a brief cutscene and you press X to romance because the game likes to take the piss out of Mass Effect. Um, and all every single one of your companions in that game is bisexual. Every single one, because of course. <laughs> Uh, the sim. Why is the Sims Four? Why is the Sims on this because, list? Because the Sims Four is actually very, very trans inclusive, okay, and it's also yeah. quite LGBT inclusive as well. Because they've got the little pride flags mm. in that you can put in your house. They've I suppose got... it's good, yeah. Because like every anybody just... can be anything in the Sims. Yeah, you just click, apart from does this character get pregnant or not, and it's nice, like. It's nice that you don't even have to use the word trans. Like, the word trans isn't used, and it's just so nice. Yes, just yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, The, si the Sims is own. quite a relaxing time, and it's quite nice. Um, and, yeah, like, you're, like you, you've got a tick Sims box again. for can this character point. be pregnant and can this character impregnate others. And that's that's it. Like, you, there's no other question there. That's It's just that. Um... And you can choose, like, appearance and all that kind of thing. Um, but you still can't date more than one... Well, you can date more than one person at a time, but God forbid your sims ever that are romantically involved ever interact with each other because um, jealousy will immediately destroy the relationship because there is absolutely no possible way around that, apparently. Um... That annoy that that kind of thing annoys me, especially in a game like The Sims, where, as you say, there is a lot of representation, and a, you can be it, pretty much anything. Thing. It's only a matter of time with The Sims because they do pride themselves on being inclusive as ev of yeah. everyone. So and I, I don't that will want be the fifth one when we finally hear anything about it. I, I don't. I, and I'm not saying that I want a game where everybody is gay, lesbian, or bisexual. Uh, and everybody is polyamorous and you can just have romantic relationships with everybody because then that takes away also uh, If you're writing a character like the Sims 4 is a bad example for this because all the characters are just you know Whatever they have their personality traits, but they're not written characters, but if you're writing characters People are straight, you know people are monogamous yeah. people are gay or lesbian, but not uh, Bisexual, you know, that's that's the thing and variety is nice. Uh, I would just like in The Sims 4 to have a personality trait of being like, does this sim get immediately jealous and destroy their relationships every time that they see someone uh, who, who's romantically involved? Or My view does this is, sim, is, is this sim able to work through that kind of shit? Like, games should do better. Like, yeah. the fact that I've just Googled disabled video games characters and all of the lists are reaching its on straws because people don't find disabled people interesting to play as like why mm, that's weird like it's just not very fair because disabled yeah. people do exist and they play video games just like everybody else they should i do agree with your point Casper, and i want to come be back. represented i want to come back around to that point in just a second i just want to read these messages real quick um uh, Jessica's just saying there's a huge debacle over limited skin color choices in The Sims. I didn't know that. That's Same with Animal Crossing. Apparently they recently fixed the skin color issue. 
Uh, and Silent good. says the concept of quote unquote when everyone's special, no one is also works in the LGBT community, which I do definitely agree with. Um, like, you know, and you know, I've got nothing against straight and monogamous people. I just want to see. Well, I, I, I'm starting to see a lot more representation for bisexual characters, gay characters, lesbian characters. Uh, and that's that's happening more and more. And I love to see that. But me personally, as a non-monogamous person, I see none of that ever. I, think, I, 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 think... I don't think there will be a wicked... I'm going to look it up in a moment after we go back to characters, uh, point about disability characters, uh, disabled characters, sorry. Um, but I am going to look it up in a moment. But... I think the if there is a list, it is going to be very, very limited for non-monogamous characters. Yeah. And majority of them are either going to be joke characters or they're going to be characters that are unhealthy representations of what it means. That's to be exactly what the disability list was like. It's right. Just, yeah. Carry on with. Uh, it's that's, just that's like about. none of the disabled characters that were on that list you could play as, other than one for one tiny section that's about ten minutes. Because it's not interesting to be disabled, or it's not fun to play a character in a wheelchair. Hmm. Like, I'm d disabled people are asking for the world. I'm not asking for every character to be autistic, or every character to need a cane to walk longer distances, or need a wheelchair to walk longer distances. I'm just hmm. asking for one character. Yeah. That yeah, needs to use a wheelchair or needs to use it's a cane the same, or it's the same. even needs to wear noise cancelling headphones. We have none of that. Like, yeah. just like we're not asking for everything to be representation. I just want some sort of representation of disabled people because it paints it paints the image that disabled people just don't exist if there's no disabled characters in video games like the disabled kid who plays fortnite should mm. be allowed to see themselves in that game yes. and it's just so fucked up that there's not one playable character who is in a wheelchair like it, yeah why? it's it's a it's lot like we talked about the other day i don't know if we did this on a podcast or on a stream i'm not too sure we might have done this on a podcast, I think. We talked about the other day... Um, uh, uh, there was a... Um, there, there was a, a person who added uh, people in wheelchairs to, the, to Dungeons & Dragons. They made wheelchairs work in the lore of Dungeons & Dragons. Because they were sick oh, of not cool. seeing it in the actual, uh, like, official law so what they did this person they they just made their own it was just a dm i think or or, or maybe just a character creator or whatever uh who was playing a dungeons and dragons game and they were just like right here we go this is a wheelchair there's a character in a wheelchair and here is how it works in place of the world and here's how you could integrate it like you know there's there's different types of skill checks or well it's the same skill checks just for doing different things you know yeah. or you could have or, or if you have a magic user who is in a wheelchair, they can levitate themselves upstairs or they can do uh, something else. But it's like also a test of skill based on that. And they, they can have the skills and have that kind of thing. And there can be that representation and people who are disabled can play uh, play that game. And 
have themselves in the game, have have a representation of them and have that their ability to do things within that game respected. And um and the 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 people I, I this is what I've heard from a third source. I haven't looked this up. Um but uh, apparently the people who are responsible for official Dungeons and Dragons lore saw that and wanted it in the law, in the law itself. So, you know, it's actually a thing oh, you being good. able to to do this. And I obviously that last part I'm not hundred percent sure on. I, I haven't read anything about that myself. It's just me repeating some stuff that has been said to me. Um but I think that that kind of thing is really cool. But apparently there was outrage during it because people just didn't want to play that or whatever. And it's just like or or, like, or there was there was purists to the to the official law that were just like, oh but a disabled character can't enter a dungeon. There are stairs and there is battle and there's all this kind of stuff and you can't do that and, and things like that. And it's just like, like it's fucking dungeons and fucking dragons, man. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Like, the disabled people playing Dungeons and Dragons deserve as much representation as the people who can walk. Like, fine and i i think it just shows that people don't actually care about disabled people when they think like that like hmm. it's just so wrong like we should want to include every sort of gamer in a game like dungeons and dragons yeah, which exactly. does pride itself on being as customizable as possible and as inclusive as possible I'll get to your messages in a second, Silent. Uh, yeah, I yeah, and and it's fucking Dungeons and Dragons, man. If you are if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons and you're there like, oh, the things I can do are limited by this, this, and this, then you're not playing Dungeons and Dragons to have fun. Exactly. You're a control like... freak who's just wants some kind of control over your lone life because you're an insecure little prick, and <laughs> you're you're putting limitations. On a fucking board game, which is well known for the ability to be anyone that you want with yeah. any abilities that you want or disabilities like, that you want, you know? Like, imagine playing a game where you wanted to be an orc um, 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 whilst, simu uh, whilst simultaneously uh, saying that disabled people can't exist in that, in that universe. Like, mm. but an orc who has a family history of drug addiction can like yeah yeah you can be anything in dungeons and dragons and that's legit legit one of, of the reasons um, that it's a wonderful game silent just says as well uh well uh, uh there's a couple of messages here i uh but i'd like to read them all that they're still relevant to the disabled character discussion uh a disabled dwarf could walk around in a, in a make makeshift uh mech suit or a wheelchair which yeah, awesome. Like fucking exactly. sky like like imagine Skyrim, like you get the little um spiders and stuff in Skyrim and they're dwarven made, right? You don't see any dwarves in Skyrim because of the whole deep lore and stuff surrounding them and things like that. Um, which I'm sure will be revealed in a later Elder Scrolls game, probably. Um but imagine like you had like one of those spider fucking things, but like dwarf sized, so they could like sit in it and fucking run around and fucking beat shit up or make tools or whatever the fuck they're trying to do like if they're a warrior or an engineer or a mechanic or a wizard or whatever the fuck 
they could do yeah. they could do that and like it's a fucking fantasy universe why the fuck are there people mad about that kind of thing like that's the whole point <laughs> exactly that's the whole fucking point uh and silent also has um like there are uh, i i will say casper there are characters that you can play as who are disabled octane is definitely one of them um if if uh, i are we counting autism as a disability here because yeah I, uh, yeah she's she's quite high functioning but yes watson is an autistic character you can play as in apex legends and so is octane um uh i i can't immediately think of any more um right now because i want to get onto this other uh thing silent said which is uh you can play as a disabled character in metal gear solid which is true and i didn't think about this till now oh uh, i've never played metal gear solid but I've apparently the main character in that um is disabled because he missed an eye patch he he has an eye patch he was missing an eye for the majority of the game um and he's also apparently missing a hand but silent can't remember that information all too well um and i don't know the character's name so i can't look it up but that is a good point um i didn't know that i've i've never played mass effect but a few friends that really really like it oh oh yeah the fucking guy oh it's the character from metal gear Solid is called uh, big boss apparently um the fucking the guy from the main character in uh fucking jesus christ i cannot remember the name it's been ages since i uh, played that game uh let me i can just click on his thing what's the name called deus ex deus ex machina um you play as a cop at the start you go through the whole intro section uh spoilers if you haven't played the game but it's been out for years um many many years like a very very long time uh but yeah the the main character adam jensen he at the start of the game you do the whole intro sequence he's like a cop or a bodyguard or something and then he fucking gets blown up and there's a horrific scene where you see your guts spilling out of your body and like you're fucking you're completely destroyed basically and um then you just basically get shot in the head and you pretty much almost die but then because it's set in the future uh people like revive you they implant you with all kinds of things so you got biotic eyes you've got biotic arms and things like that and um it simulates human touch and all that kind of stuff and he can still see and walk around and stuff but he's pretty much missing a lot of his body uh because he is essentially he was essentially just a massive explosion that should have killed him uh so that is a character uh who is um who's disabled um tk baja is not a playable character but that's that's a character in borderlands who is um disabled barbara gordon is a very good re uh representation i think for a character in a wheelchair you cannot play as her in the wheelchair though i don't think in any of the batman games um you only get to play as her when she's batgirl uh and then i think in the lore in the lore of batman i think barbara gordon she's batgirl joker finds out that she's batgirl um and then shoots her in the spine and disables her uh so she can't be batgirl anymore but then she ends up being the what the person behind the chair in the um you know the person behind the computer that does all the, like the cool techie stuff whilst batman's out kicking people in the face yeah yeah 
Um, um, so she's quite I've a just, good character, I think. I've just yes, he's googled. Hand and he's missing an eye patch from shrapnel, which from shrapnel from the explosion stuck in his head. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's an interesting one. I like that. Um, but yes, I've just googled disabled characters in video games. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight uh that are the top exactly. of this list and only two of them i know that you can play as <laughs> so However, that's apparently tabletop games are doing it well i've just hmm. scrolled down when i typed in video game uh disabled people in video game um it's mentioned the dungeons and dragons thing and, uh, oh my god, sorry. Uh, sorry, before we move on to tabletop cast, but I still, on the topic of video games, I just saw one that is amazing representation from one of my favourite games. It's very sad, and if you do play it, you have to play it with headphones on, but I will warn you, if you haven't played it before, it's very disturbing to play, but it is a very good rep, as far as I'm aware, because I don't have this illness, but there is a schizophrenic character from in Senua Hellblade Hell, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice the main character I think we're on the same schizophrenic. No, I've just scrolled down and I just saw a YouTube video advertised and it just mentioned Hellblade. Um Hellblade is incredible. The combat's amazing. The whole th the whole game is so so good. Uh it's disturbing. Some things in it do make you feel a bit ill and it definitely makes you think about how difficult it would be to live with that kind of illness. Uh, yeah. I was just playing that last night. It's amazing. Um, it's a very good game, but it's terrifying. And I think it's right that it's terrifying because it does raise, raise an awareness for how terrifying living with that kind of thing could be. I will get to the rest of the messages in a second, but Casper, what are you saying? Um, apparently there's a character in Life is Strange with the schizophrenia as well called Nathan, but it yes, is under the bad. He's a villain. In a video game representation, it's called the good ish, the bad and the ugly. This article, and it's mm. in the bad section, so I wouldn't. Very triggering. I would say, uh, yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I'm saying a very explicit warning about Hellblade, Jessica. It is quite triggering, um, and there there was a bit of pushback on it. Some people thought that it wasn't the best representation, but I think, I, I think. I think coming from someone who who doesn't have that kind of illness, uh, I think it can raise awareness for how scary that kind of thing can be. I would definitely describe Hellblade as a horror game, a hundred percent, and it's because it makes you feel scared, and it's something that stuck sticks in my mind a lot, and it's something that always, it, that's always that's it's something that's always stuck stuck in my mind all the time, and. I think if you're playing it and you don't have that disability, it can definitely help you empathize with people that do. And empathy is always good, and awareness is always good. Um, and I think that that's, that's, that's a good thing. And I, I don't know. I hope that it's a better... It, 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 like, in the future, games can be much better in terms of representation and stuff. But it, if it's raising awareness and it's not really hurting anyone to play... I think yeah. Hellblade is very good. I think anything that Alyssa raises is more awareness than disabled. is good. Is she? Uh, mm. Because it'll get people talking about it and it'll get people who might not have 
spoken to someone that they know with schizophrenia talking to them about it, which is important, you know. Um. Uh, wait, sorry, was Alyssa from... Uh, sorry, I, I... Hold on. I'm reading. I'm just reading back on messages and stuff. Uh, oh, Alessa from Silent Hill is permanently disabled from abuse. Sorry, I completely missed that message. Uh, she's more I've never played dis Silent Hill. She's more disfigured than disabled. It's Alessa Silent Hill. That's that's the... Not really the villain, I guess. The ghost, right? Yeah, that's the ghost. Or spirit, or uh, something. Silent Hill's very interesting in terms of its lore. But, um... <clears throat> I think Alyssa's, you can see, you see her around as a little girl uh, in a lot of it, but um, we watched the movie, Casper, in Silent Hill. Yeah, the movie was very good. I enjoyed it. Was it was actually quite good. But um, yes, the character in that, she was abused by the religious cult. They burn her alive, essentially, and she spends the rest of her life in a hospital bed. And she evokes this malice and this curse against the townspeople, locks them in a forever limbo um and torments them forever perpetually with demons and things like that uh, which honestly they did kind of deserve it <laughs> i've just googled uh mental health representation in video games and there's an article from checkpoint who are like a support group in america mm. and uh they've done the games that represent mental health well hellblades number one mm. Life is Strange, Actual Sunlight, which is a short interactive story about love, depression, and cooperation, which it looks quite cute from the picture. And Never Ending Nightmares is a video game based around OCD, the guy who wrote it, and mm. the developer has OCD and he wrote it about himself. Uh, Pry is about a soldier with PTSD. Hmm. Night in the Woods, which is one of my favourite video games of all time, is, it says, May sees the world in a very specific way as driven by her personality, vulnerabilities and previous experiences. This is an interesting look at an exceptionally well-rounded character, a real example of, uh, uh, of uh, tangible and realistic uh portrayals of human psychology and you're a cat wow i love it and uh yeah uh, jessica says there's a ton of mental health in video games and silent says uh mental illness is rough to imagine from someone that isn't diagnosed with any mental illness but hellblade is a very good way to portray mental illness yes i agree there Apparent, apparently it's very good it's number one on this list which means it i would has to be good. if anyone hasn't played it and casper i would also recommend that you play this as well you're more than welcome to borrow it from my steam library um it is incredible it is i would definitely describe it as a horror game it's sometimes quite sickening i did have to take breaks from that game you have to play it with headphones it's a crime to play that game without headphones honestly uh but do take breaks if you need to because it's very heavy and uh, as jessica said earlier as well it has a lot of themes towards self-destruction suicide and depression as well i try that um, out at some point there's also a list called games recommended by therapist yes 
and games recommended by a therapist that's interesting uh, yeah and it's it's talking about the walking dead and how people use games as an escape from their mental health and yeah hellblade 100 percent needs headphones the sound design is beautiful it really really is uh, Wait, okay. this is this is a series of long articles called A Therapist Represents. Oh. Represent, uh, a, a Therapist Recommends Games. So far, they've recommended one called Firewood and one called uh, The Walking Dead one. Hmm. A Night in the Woods, they recommended on... Uh, oh, A Night in the Woods is, 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 is quite amazing, actually. There's, that's um... the one about the, the cat and... It's one of my favourite games, but I've never finished it because it's ten hours. Uh, I've I've not finished it because I don't want to get to the end of it. So I just left it half played, and I've never come back to it because I was enjoying it so much. Um, apparently, it's a good portrayal of bipolar. Um, a night in the woods. This article's written by someone with bipolar. Yes. Um. And the whole story is basically you're a college student who's dropped out of college because you're struggling with your mental health and you go back home and you struggle to learn to adjust to Big life thank you. Thank you for the after it's kept on going when you've gone to college. Mm -hmm. um, and uh... she feels like she doesn't believe uh, that she doesn't belong at the college place and she also doesn't belong at home like i think it's something that everybody's been through at least once so it's quite relatable hmm. and i'm not going to continue reading this article because i don't want to know whether uh, yeah it sounds like a very long it reading. sounds like a very long lot of articles though but i do think the games recommended by a psychologist is something that very that's very interesting i would like to read more on that um yeah <clears throat> i'm just getting recommendations um, here firewatch is a good one about loneliness i do agree i've never played that's it that's the one that that's watched, the one that this therapist just i watched it a lot i watched i've watched every youtuber i enjoy watching play games i have watched play firewatch and i love it i, I love it genuinely uh, rhyme uh, r i m e is apparently a beautiful game about grief and depression i've never heard of that one uh let me I briefly research that uh, rhyme video game Oh, I've seen this advertised. No, not Prime Video Game. Fuck you, Amazon. Wow. Fucking advertising me fucking Prime Gaming. You cunts. I've got Prime Gaming. You fuckers. That's so rude, man. Yeah, I think it was maybe on PS Now, and that's where I've seen it advertised. Uh, I think the game's called Firewatch. is about a man who becomes a Firewatchman to get away from his personal life. I don't remember exactly, but I do remember it very, very good. Yes, excellent. Um, King K Fett just says, haha, yes, gay people. Thank you. <laughs> yes, gay people. Let's go. Uh, we're talking a lot. We're, we've been on, um, disabled characters, uh, LGBT characters. I do want to talk a bit about polyamorous and non-monogamous uh, non characters in the moment. But, uh, yes, we are definitely on the topic of LGBT right now. It's been a good time. Uh... Oh, I just said Firewatch. Yes, Firewatch, Firewatch, Firewatch. Firewatch is quite incredible. It's quite an emotional journey uh, for as far as I can see. Also, RuneScape 
Apparently, it's a trans woman character. I haven't played RuneScape in years. Is it? I've not played RuneScape since I was about 13. But apparently, there was a quest uh, in RuneScape called The Light Within, uh, released on the 24th of August 2015. Uh, and there's a character called Angoth. Uh, and at some point after the quest, the player can show her a wedding ring, prompting her to tell her that she was born male, but quote unquote corrected herself to female once she could shapeshift. Which. I, like. I think we'd all do that if we could, you know? Yes, yes. Um, after playing Rhyme, I feel for so... I feel for real, so touched. Felt for real, autocorrect. Okay, yes. Uh, yeah, okay. I will have to look more into that one. Um, yeah, there's a lot of games here. Right, so I've, I'm on the LGBT characters list, right? The list is... Very, very long, spanning multiple, multiple decades. So far back as, I think, the early 80s. Um, and Autistic Characters is a shorter list, um, but it's it's still a, couple, a good few scrolls and spans a lot of media like film, literature, uh, TV and comics. The shortest list so far that I have found, which I fucking knew it would be, is the... Uh, list of fictional polyamorous characters. I did type list of non-monogamous characters, but I guess the polyamorous characters is the only, um, uh, list they have. But, um, that's just, Is I there think, any misunderstanding. In there is, there, there's a difference that I just want to say, uh, just so I'm not misrepresenting here. There is definitely a difference between non-monogamous and polyamorous, but, uh, let's just get into it. Uh, does it say what? Sorry. Uh... Are there any in video games? Oh shit, we're getting raided, by the way, Casper. Uh, Matt oh. Orloff bringing in the party of five. Thank you so much, Matt. Uh, we've just been talking about representation in different types of media, like video oh, games, film, TV. Uh, I was about there's... to talk about polyamorous representation as well. but Monster on, Prom has an achievement called polyamorous, but the Reddit app doesn't work on my phone, so I can't open the post. Monster? Monster what? Monster Prom. Have you not heard of Monster Prom? No. It's a monster dating sim. You've got to take monsters to the prom. What's not to love? Do you uh, just that's... date multiple people at once? Is that the issue? I, I assume so. I can't read the post because the Reddit app on my phone... You need to talk so to all six characters in order to get the, the, the polyamorous achievement. But I think that's just you talking to all characters. I don't think... It's not real good representation though, is it? You know, um, like in terms of Paradise representation, lost um, apparently. Hey, Matt, the app won't open. Uh, the site won't open properly. I'm noticing a theme. Hmm. Um. Yes. So, like we were talking about earlier, like with autistic characters and LGBT characters, there's there's a difference between the character being explicitly that thing. Like they are, they say that they act bisexual or they act autistic. They may even have a dialogue line that says that they are autistic or bisexual. Uh, it's in their biography if you there's any law to the game. And the developers confirm it uh, after the fact that you've already found all of this stuff. There's a difference between that and developers being like JK Rowling where years after the fact without dropping any hints or any kind of thing the de developers have just gone oh yeah she gay by the way uh, yeah <laughs> and um and it's just queer baity as fuck right so i'm holding that for the same standard with poly characters as well 
there are some characters that flirt around a lot, like Barney Stinson in How I Met Your Mother. I would not describe that character as a good representation of a polyamorous character. Wouldn't they are non-monogamous. As a good person at all. No, he's like, not. He's a funny his, character his, his and the actor is amazing. Is that he's not meant to be a good person. No, like, he's, he's not. not meant and... to be a role model. You're not meant to like him. He's he's for sure. Like he's for sure. But I'm talking. What I'm what I mean when I'm why why I'm saying this is because what the the thing I would like to see is good non-monogamous and polyamorous representation and what mm. i mean by that is a character with healthy coping mechanisms in a poly relationship a character who faces their jealousy a character who faces their own insecurities a character who's talking to their partners about these kind of things relationships that are actually working and functional under uh polyamory and and our actual Taste, tasteful relationships rather than joke characters uh, or characters that are explicitly non-monogamous but they're just womanizers uh, like Barney Stinson for example um, or, or whatever. That's not what I mean by polyamorous and I feel like this list is going to contain a lot of that. Um, at the top of this list though there is Hollyhock's Fathers from Bojack Horseman, which I actually really like. <laughs> it's kind of a joke one. It's kind of a joke one because there's so family. many, uh, but and Bojack Horseman's just uh, humor in general. But hasn't she got like six of them? She's got eight adoptive fathers. Um, yeah, and, and all... like it just gets more and more ridiculous when she. It, has it get it's it's very it's just... ridiculous, but it's it's an I would describe it as a non harmful representation. It doesn't really do much to represent the polyamorous side of the LGBT community, but it's not it's not harming the LGBT community. Yeah, in terms of everything. Bojack Horseman is good representation. Like Bojack Horseman has BPD, and that's pretty. Like they didn't say it in the show, but it doesn't need to be said. It's pretty obvious. Like hmm. you don't need to even Best know. Asexual character representation is in Bojack BPD Horseman. BPD well. or anything. Yeah, there's everything representation in Bojack. There's mm -hmm. like depression because diane is like ridiculously depressed and she starts taking meds and then they stop working yeah. and she stops taking them and that was that was quite a harrowing storyline hmm. uh, uh, apparently there's a character called fluorite in uh steven universe who's confirmed to I... be uh, is confirmed to be polyamorous by the series creator but that's that... still being confirmed externally that is not steven universe internal. is a funny one because uh... there is a lot of lgbt representation in it mm. like there's a lot of non-binary representation in it but they don't say explicitly because it's a cartoon network show for children it's the same with adventure time they don't explicitly use the word lesbian for princess bubblegum and marceline but they share an on-screen kiss in the yeah. last series like which is nice it's but there's a different there's a difference there because these two characters who identify it is here because the two characters identify as female and they share an on-screen kiss that is explicit explicit internal representation that is not yeah. the develop that's not the developer of that uh, series 
after the fact being like, oh yeah, by the way, they were gay the whole time. That is them explicitly yeah. internally sharing that. And that's not them well, outside. Also, Jessica here says apparently in Fallout 4, you can romance multiple people without penalty or any negative interactions between love interests. That's not the point though. It's the fact that there is no interaction between it at all. Even a dialogue line where they are they they even a dialogue dialogue line in a in a situation like that where they're not like breaking up with you or, or getting mad at you because you dated someone else but they're talking to you as uh about it in a way that's either showing managing jealousy or managing insecurity or um or or at least referencing the fact that you love multiple people at once uh, and that that that's perfectly fine, you know. It's it's all yeah, well and it, good to it, to it's have similar to. Uh, I'll use Adventure Time as the example because I've seen it uh, as people being scared to say the word. Like it's all well and good being able to romance multiple people, but it doesn't actually include anything about romancing multiple multiple people within the story. Hey, Clem, how you doing? Nice to see you in the chat there. Um, Silent says, okay, so I was curious about it and I googled LGBT characters in Kingdom Hearts and even though it's not shown and proven, there's a gay couple in Kingdom Hearts. Cool, that's nice. That's uh, cool. Podcast time, very chill. Yes, we're currently talking about representation uh, and I'm on yeah. poly representation. Uh, yeah, it's like the, it's the... like mods. You can get, you can, sorry, Casper, give me a second. It's like mods for the, for the Sims 4. We were talking about it earlier. We were talking about how inclusive it is of every, uh, of a lot of different races and a lot of different people inside the LGBT community. But I got angry about the fact that it's, there's not poly representation. You can download a mod, right? For the, the mod Sims for everything. 4. There's a mod for everything, and I'm sure there would be like mods in other games as well, like Skyrim, for example. And the mod is is great because it allows you to kind of have that. But then all the mod does is take out the line of code that says character A is now going to be pissed off or break up with you because of your interaction with character B. It just takes out dialogue. It just takes out a code. It just takes something away. It doesn't actually add it doesn't actually add the feel and so same with um romancing multiple people in fallout 4 it doesn't add anything all it does is take away the it, it just takes away the jealousy and that's what not that's not what polyamory is you don't take away jealousy by being non-monogamous jealousy is an emotion just like any other that will always exist just because you're non-monogamous doesn't mean that you'll never get jealous or you'll never feel insecure it just means that you talk about it with your partner and talk about it in, and, and, and do self-reflection in that. And I'm not saying that the game has to be that deep that you're self-reflecting and you're communicating with your partners all the time, but even if there was just a line in Fallout maybe between two characters that were just like um, that that just hinted at something like, like I, I like the fact that you like this person for this or something like that um it would make it feel like there is actual real like uh, development here i'm talking about real it's a fucking video game but you know what i mean uh and that's what i mean by the representation just take just taking out the jealousy doesn't mean it's good poly representation it just means that the quote unquote problem isn't there anymore which is not yeah good representation uh you get me um yeah 
They... There's uh, apparently in Verdant Skies there are characters that are open to polyamorous reactions. Uh, I've never played it, but I was researching as well. I saw on Reddit thread for non-monogamous and polyamorous games. I don't know about uh, Verdant Skies. I will have to. I'm just going to paste that into my browser now. Uh... I think The Sims is a bad example for, for communicating poly. with people because the yeah. the Sims don't communicate with each well, other at all. They well they like, they, they do they do communicate they... with each other, but it's the je the jealousy thing. Is a thing that happens with The Sims. If you if you have two characters that you've got high romance with, yeah, and you kiss one of them in front of the other, or you hug one, or you flirt with one in front of the other, then either the other or both of their relationship bars will go down. They'll get angry. They'll have an angry emote uh, above their heads or in their little um, em emotion bar thing. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and there's no there's no way to like talk because you can talk to each character right you can discuss uh you, you you even have the problem to vent about your feelings or whatever when your character feels stressed in the sims there's no yeah. like there's nothing under the relationships tab to be like talk about insecurities surrounding x or discuss jealousy surrounding this and how we can fix it there's nothing like that and that would be for this a game like the sims that would be quite easy to implement. Maybe, yeah, maybe you have two people that you're in love with in The Sims, that your character's in love with in The Sims, and you do kiss one of them, and the other gets upset, the other gets angry, which can happen a lot in real polyamorous relationships. But then, after that interaction, you can get your character, if you want the relationship to continue and you want to like build it on it and, and sort of get those that, that relationship going again, uh, or, or, you know, rectify the situation, you can talk to that character. And it's not like an apology, it's more of like, you, you go up to that character and you click on the relationship thing and you just like, talk about negative feelings surrounding X, or just talk about jealousy, or talk about something, rather than just, I'm angry now, and our relationship is going downhill. And it will continue to go downhill unless you break up with this person, <laughs> which is yeah. what it feels like. And I feel like, I that think the next with the Sims, Sims like it that. will come with time because they are very inclusive, although apparently not inclusive of race, uh, which I didn't know about. Probably what, because the Sims? I'm a white person and I don't need. To yeah, be. I think we're uh, both white, so we can't 100% uh, um, comment on that one. But apparently, yes, there there was issues surrounding the lack of skin color options. However, there have been it has been fixed recently, according to uh, Jessica in chat. So I'm not too sure. I can't comment really there. And I'm also a white person, so I don't feel like it's my not my my place to. But if that was an issue, that's annoying. If it has been fixed, that is good. Um, okay. Uh, do, do, do. Monster Prom was on the on that on there too. Okay, I've never played Monster Prom. I've never played Monster Prom, but I know that I think there's a Markiplier character in it, if I remember rightly. Uh, yeah. I've heard a lot about it and seen a lot of people play it, but I've not played it myself. And I'm honestly not likely to play it myself because I've seen people play it. And with that sort of game, if you've seen people play it, you've seen it and you don't need to play it. Uh, I do love a good dating sim, though. There's a comic here. There's a comic here that I kind of want to read. There's no games on this list at all um, that I can see. 
Uh, I've I've got the polyamorous fictional characters list up on Wikipedia. There's no games on here. There's just a character. There's a, just a comics thing. I've never heard of this, by the way. I just found it quite funny. Um, and it says character. Every major character. Title. Open Earth. And then it's just <laughs> the notes just say the comic is set in a future and monogamous relationships are seen as outdated to all young people on board the station who are all polyamorous. The author wow. said that she wanted to write a story where open relationships can be really positive and wonderful and said that it's realistic to believe that people would explore multiple relationships. She also said that she wanted to write a story where it was totally normal to be queer and genderqueer, which I love that synopsis. I love her explanation there. I kind of want to read this comic, not going to lie. Yeah, I once read a comic called Gender, which... Uh was basically explaining gender and explaining the differences between gender and sex and stuff. Hmm. And comics are very inclusive from what I've heard. I've never really read them purely because I don't have the money to. Comics are very expensive. Yeah, they are. Well, they definitely They are. are very inclusive of everything. As a rule, if you can think of it, there's a comic about it. Yes. There is a... There's, there's something that's... Oh, no, there it is. Uh, if, if there are any non-monogamous people listening to this and despairing, like I do all the time, every time I think about this, um, and you, uh, or if there's um, any monogamous people who just want to see what this kind of representation is like when it's done well, uh, there is, I would always say and have always said, because it's pretty much the only one I've ever seen, um, a TV show called Trigonometry. Uh, However, I don't British think that's series. available anywhere that isn't the UK. Yes, it's very it's very obscure and not many people know about it, unfortunately. But it's a British drama series It's from the BBC uh, that follow three characters who fall in love uh, and have a relationship. And I think it's wonderful. The triad does go very close uh, and they develop feelings uh, for each other. And it's just about a thruple and... There's a couple originally, they start falling in love with this other person. It feels very natural. It doesn't feel like a forced situation. It doesn't feel like a, a writer's just sort of fucking horny, wet dream where they're just typing up. And then they fucking kissed, you know? Um, it doesn't feel yeah. like that. It feels like these characters are naturally developing feelings that they don't understand and have to come to terms with over a period of time. And also, I like that. That is the best. That, if, 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 to talk about actual representation, that I like because so far I've painted this to be all doom and gloom in terms of non-monogamy and polyamory. Something to less about obscure that's like that is Shameless US. I... Which is, it's a very yeah. similar storyline to Trigonometry. I know you'll say that it's shit. and that I haven't said that it's shit and good. I haven't watched it, so I can't. However, from what you told me about it, but... I feel like it's not the best. It is, no, it's the same story as uh, Trigonometry, but with a good bit of comedy injected into it. Mm. Like, there's nothing wrong with relationships being funny because they're funny that's in fine. real life. No, that's, like, that's good. It that's just fine. so happens that one of them is Russian and I think her family are in the mafia or something. But um, yeah, it is very similar to Trigonometry. But yeah. It's a bit less serious. Yeah, I I like I Which I like I like non-serious. I like you know being able to have a laugh with it. But I also like serious. You know, there's there's so many dramas uh, out there 
um, that deal with serious issues that people can face in a lot of LGBT stuff. Um, and your relationship with multiple people can be very taxing on someone's mind and on their feelings. And I feel like especially when we live in a world where there's a lot of toxic uh, toxic masculinity uh, a lot of the time, there's a lot of um, ways emotions aren't dealt with. Insecurities aren't dealt with. Um, jealousy isn't dealt with. Uh, and a lot of the time, jealousy is tr people try and get rid of jealousy, which isn't how it works. And I feel like... I don't... I, I'm not... I don't... I, like, I feel like the world could learn to be more emotional and that doesn't mean that everyone should be polyamorous or whatever or anything like that i just think for me personally i learned a lot about myself about my insecurities about jealousy and about how i deal with relationships and handle things uh because i realized i was polyamorous and uh did my research on that um and I feel like the world could benefit from seeing in mainstream media, on film, TV, or video game, or literature, uh, people coming to terms with this, having these struggles, having these f for sure relatable struggles surrounding jealousy and insecurity and stuff, and how you can deal with it. And I think that would help a lot for the world, both monogamous and non-monogamous relationships uh, completely. Yeah, anyway. I think the world could learn just if TV becomes more accepting and more. Hmm. And more you, do, diverse you are seeing, you're I'm, seeing it. I'm you're sick seeing it of the right bisexual now. characters being played out as Captain Jack from Torchwood because, like, well, I do like Captain Jack everybody. as a character. However, that's not what real life LGBT people are like. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are definitely real-life LGBT people that just want to fuck everybody, for sure. Yeah, but, uh, but they're that's the minority. Not, yeah, that's, that's not always the case, you know? And, you know, every bisexual character being like, ah, yes, they are a succubus and they want to sleep with you. And if you look at them, they want to fuck you. That's the whole character. That's them. That's their whole fucking personality. Yeah. That annoys and me. And it goes back to people... The bisexual equivalent being... of Barney Stinson. <laughs> We've come an entire circle of LGBT characters being the only thing that they are is LGBT. Like, mm. I struggle to think of a TV show that isn't Shameless US. Sorry to include it again. Everybody's always sick of it. I'm always it. talking it's about trigonometry. It's fine. Like, it's very good for representation. Mm -hmm. Like, Ian is a gay character. Throughout mm -hmm. the 11 se seasons, I've not finished the last season yet, we see him come to terms with his sexuality, we see him dating a trans guy, and fall in love with the trans guy, when in the Silent past, says he's goodbye, by the way, to... uh, Silent has to go and just says goodbye, uh, so thank goodbye, you for saying coming Silent. Silent. Uh, carry we on, see him come to terms with his sexuality, in series one he's sleeping with a 30 odd year old and he's 17. Mm -hmm. We see him we see him date a trans guy, which which just wouldn't have happened in the early days of it. Like, he's grown and realised that men aren't just dicks that he can fuck. Mm -hmm. And we see him come to terms with his mental health and his bipolar and actually have quite a heartbreaking breakdown where he 
uh, he he gets sectioned, I think, by the end of it. But it is genuinely harrowing. Like it, mm, it that like TV it, show is very well written. Like it deals with a lot of serious issues. Yes, one of the thruple was in the Russian mafia, hmm. but when there's a storyline going alongside that about someone who's left hard drugs out on the table and the 18-month-old has eaten them and is in a coma, mm. you need that light relief. And I know monogamous people who have watched Shameless and thought, actually, maybe polyamory isn't what I thought it was and have learned from... Yeah that and have even questioned their own monogamy because of shameless us and uh, the I, I, I just want way to... that it approaches that situation i just want to read yeah. out this message because i've left it sitting for a while uh jessica does say I, I agree that men and women both need to feel comfortable more comfortable talking about emotions and being able to talk to people around them and uh, around them about them yes 100 percent. and also it's <sighs> It frustrates me because on one hand, I think I said this in the Stardew, <laughs> Stardew stream the other day for some reason. Um, I think because you can only be monogamous in that fucking game. Uh, lovely game. Love it, by the way. Don't get me wrong. Uh, on one hand, you on one hand you have like lovingly communicating with the people that you love, making them feel secure and self-reflection to get secure in yourself. And on the other hand, you have lying, cheating, and manipulating your Wait, way around a situation. Wait, is trying to give me spoilers? No, no, I'm not talking okay. about Stardew Valley right now. Uh, and on the other hand, you have... Fuck's sake, I'm so derailed now. I can't, what was I talking about? Uh, yeah, on the other hand, you have uh, cheating and manipulating a situation and lying to everybody involved. And for some fucking reason, society went with the lying, cheating, and lying to everybody involved. And that just fucking annoys me. <laughs> so fucking Yeah, and it, and it gives and people, people... Like, I have been on the receiving end of someone using polyamory as an excuse to cheat on me. Not you, somebody else. Yeah. Uh, used it as an excuse to cheat on me, which is another mm. reason that it's a dangerous narrative to put out, because it ends up with people seeing that and thinking that it's, per it's perfectly acceptable to use this identity as a reason to treat people it's like not shit. dangerous to put out representations of that identity though it's what i mean is you have characters like barney stinson yes and which isn't he a doesn't have, character i worded that very wrongly yeah <laughs> okay he, i did wonder what you meant he dates a lot of people with yes. no consequence and he is a he is he's a branch of non-monogamy for sure yeah he's not polyamorous so, that so people might watch that representation and think oh so i can do that like barney stinson yes and in that, in an extent, that was the point a, i was trying is, to get across there and this being said there is a to an extent 
I, basically, I just want to say that sleeping around with a bunch of people is perfectly okay. Just don't lie, uh, cheat, and manipulate everybody, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like, I was going to say, it's okay to be like Barney Stinson's. It's not. That character lies, cheats, and manipulates his way into sleeping people with people all the fucking time. And that's not okay. Uh, but definitely, like, if you don't want to commit to an re actual relationship whether it's non it's a polyamorous relationship or monogamous relationship uh sleeping with a bunch of people is is also a thing that you that's perfectly okay as long as you're not lying to yourself or anybody and else and you're safe and covid yes. safe of course yes oh and covid safe of course yes 100% um yeah uh so i don't know uh it, it, it yeah i feel like there needs to be more representation uh, there, there needs is to some, be more representation of much. every minority mm -hmm. in the world. I think with LGBT characters uh, and disabled characters, it's becoming more and more um, uh, transparent. I hope that eventually it will happen with polyamorous characters as well, but I'm just not sure there. Um, LGBT, would... character, L LGBT, L LGBT characters is one thing, is one minority I can confidently say is becoming it is is good and becoming more and more accepted and you can pos you can see the positive change in the societal attitude that people have towards people in the lgbt community because of the amount of representation out there yeah i, I can't 100 like... say the same for non-white people uh, again, I'm white, so I may not be able to see that myself anyway. Uh, and I can't 100% say the same for disabled people. Uh, I feel I also like that's because say the there same isn't for much, trans but... people, actually. Yes, LGB that, that... people yeah. are represented quite well. Like, It's a Sin is a good yeah. example of good. It's becoming more LGB and more of a norm for representation. I agree, Jessica. Other than the fact that all of those characters do kind of sleep around, but I think that was because it was the 80s. Um, hmm. and that was the norm. Hi. Hi. Right, well, I need to get some water. We've talked a lot about a lot of we things. We have been going for almost uh, two hours. This is quite possibly our longest podcast But there's ever something done, that happened this week that we've still not spoken about. I'm very sweaty right it. now. It's so warm. What? what go on. Let, let's talk. Week. Let's talk. Like, I, I you don't mentioned the most Actually, how about, Casper, something... how, about, how about you riff on something completely unrelated for the 30 seconds it takes me to get water because my throat is about to give out. And yeah. you do that. Whilst I could get some water real quick, sorry. So, uh, emotions were mentioned earlier, and something that was released this week that made me have very, very strong emotions and kind of take a step back and look at my own mental health and lockdown and how it has affected me and my friends is Bo Burnham's special. Uh, Inside came out on Netflix. I have actually given my Netflix password to a friend uh, who has anxiety specifically so they can watch Bo Burnham's special inside because it's just I don't know there was it's just beautiful and sad and hello he's just hello I was 
talking about how you mentioned emotions and something that happened this week that very heavily spoke about emotions is Bo Burnham's special. And God damn, ah. it made me feel a lot of them. Um, yes, right. Okay, for, uh, briefly, for anyone who doesn't know who Bo Burnham is, I'd be surprised if you don't, but I do know that there are people out there who doesn't know, don't know who Bo Burnham is. Bo Burnham is one of the most wonderful comedians I've ever seen. Uh, all three of his major specials are on Netflix. Just search Bo Burnham. They will be the first three things. His first one was What? Just the word What with a full his stop. The movie is now on Netflix the second, as well. The second one was Make Happy. And the third one, which we're about to talk about, was called Inside. Uh, and also he wrote uh, and directed a movie called uh, Eighth Grade, which is a very, very nice story it's very very nice story also on netflix. about a girl coming into eighth grade who which is also on netflix it's in netflix it's in netflix on britain i don't know about the us maybe get a vpn not vpn please fucking sponsor me thank you very much uh and um wow. uh I, like maybe get a vpn or something uh or maybe if you're in the us there's other ways to watch it i'm not too sure but definitely watch them anyway inside yes came out recently very inside emotional, very came good. out on very sunday funny, <laughs> but very um yes. and I love Good Bo Burnham. Lord. He's such an honest it's... comedian. Legit, legit. I, I have a lot of friends that like Bo Burnham because uh, we're millennials and we're all we all suffer with anxiety or depression <laughs> or both. Basically, yes, it's very relatable. If you haven't and... heard of Bo Burnham or you haven't seen his stuff, you've probably seen a quote from his, or you've probably heard one of his songs played, or you've probably seen a screenshot captioned picture of one of his jokes on Facebook or something. He's very yeah. hard to escape because he's very relatable Especially... for people of uh, my of, of Cas mine and Casper's generations. I think with And he's just, just about. inside was just so beautiful like, it was, I've... yes. I, one second. Um, you right? My headphones cut out. Um, I've given, I was just saying that I gave one of my friends who suffers with anxiety my Netflix username and password specifically so they can watch it. Mm -hmm. Because there was, I don't know, there's something kind of beautiful about a man stood in his pants in his spare room singing about how he's suicidal because he's 30. Yes. There's something. Yeah. I mean, that... the beautiful is is poetic. He's might just be a, better word. a uh, beautiful, uh... sad, and just talented human. Petty Wap, thank you for the luck. Uh, yes, and... he, yeah, he's very, very talented, very funny. He um he actually quit comedy for five years, uh, because um he quit doing stand up after the Make Happy special. Because he started having panic attacks on stage. Uh, and he did a lot of self-reflection uh, over those five years. And finally, uh, he got a lot better uh, mental health-wise. And he was ready to come back uh, on stage in the year 2020. And he wrote Inside, so which in, ended in, in the year being about a mental breakdown. In the, in the year 2020, he wanted to come back and do live shows again. And then it was 2020. So he didn't get the opportunity. And instead, he wrote over the last year... Uh, and directed and filmed and everything because he's amazing. Um, a, 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 uh, his third special, which is inside, which is not in front of a live audience like the others, because of course it couldn't be. Um, but it's still his stand-up and it's still his comedy and it's still his insight into mental health, especially during a time when 
mental health is probably one of the worst places it's been for everybody for a very very long yeah. time pretty much yeah uh, yeah like I, mental and... health was all was a big conversation before there was a global pandemic and now uh, hundreds of thousands of people have tragically died due to the failures of their government and the disease that could have been prevented and he has always spoken about mental health like yes ever since his first show but there's something about inside that just it feels like you're a fly on the wall during a therapy session yes i would that's uh, a perfect way to describe it because i don't think that he's just being very vulnerable and honest and open and it takes a lot of guts to put such a vulnerable part of yourself out on such a big platform like i know youtubers do it i've done it on youtube but it's a different level to be that vulnerable and that honest with your audience and it just goes to show that the best creatives are sometimes the ones that are the least happy i think bo burnham is a perfect image for the broken artist oh 100 percent. because he's such a sad man and it just it was kind of heartbreaking to watch him kind of have a breakdown over this show but it was it yeah. was so good and I just really hope that he is proud of it and goes on Twitter and sees Vavi, how hello. many people yeah. he is helping. Uh, sorry, Vavi. Hello. Hi. I did get your message uh, before. You weren't muted. I can't find you muted anywhere. I can see your messages. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you sent a message before and I didn't see it. The last interaction I have with you is just uh, an uwu sound alert. Uh, but sorry for that. Right, Casper, carry on. Um, yeah, and... Uh... I've forgotten what I was saying. Um, uh, something about Bo Burnham. And there's Burnham there's something Burnham, yeah. there's something like panic attacks aren't often spoken about. Even I used to suffer with them quite badly. I will never talk to my male friends unless it's my best friend or you about panic attacks or anxiety, just because you don't do that. You don't talk about panic attacks and you don't talk about how small they make you feel. And Bo did that in such a massive way. Well, that... the thing is, is that you should. Yeah, you, you, you should. You, in should. The, you should in the way that Bo did. And by speaking about his anxiety issues in such a massive way on a Netflix special, that will encourage thousands if not millions of people around the world in their living rooms to have a chat to that about their mates and uh, have a chat about that to their mates even or have a chat about Bo Burnham to their mates. I know for one that I have spoken to a lot of my friends about Bo Burnham and how we relate to him and that special specifically and I think it'll probably bring us closer as friends, to be very honest. Uh, yes, also, uh, Jessica says, um, there are too many people that have silent battles 
uh, look at Chester Bennington and Robin Williams. I 100% agree. I feel yeah, like exactly. I, I feel like you can target it to a lot of things in 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 life, but uh, toxic masculinity is certainly uh, one of those things um, because you know I whole... I faced it uh, growing up. Casper, uh, you might face it more I've now. It. Um, in a different sort of way. Yeah, you would have faced it in a different sort of way when you were growing up, and now as well, uh, at the present in the present day, you may also face it from, you know, other men. Um, yeah. And or people expecting you to act a certain way because you are you're male. Um, and I grew up facing it as well, and it's not good. Uh, I, I can it, say that I think it and it definitely discourages people from talking, which is uh, despicable, honestly. Uh, and there are a lot of silent people, but uh, I feel like toxic masculinity is definitely a part. That whole like you should be strong, you should not show emotion. Oh, it definitely kind of is. It's definitely part of it. Like we teach it to little boys all the time. If you fall over, you can't cry, or people will laugh at you. Was something that the boys used to be told when I was a kid. Uh, like, My two and... problems in the world are capitalism and toxic masculinity. I've, I'm glad Basically. that you only have two problems in this world. They are very big ones, though, 100%. Capitalism yeah. and uh, toxic masculinity will will destroy us if they're allowed to continue. However, I my hope is at least toxic masculinity is getting seen to a lot more recently, and hopefully eventually capitalism will as well. Uh, I hope people like Bo Burnham coming forward. I hope people like Bo Burnham coming forward helps facilitate the conversation behind everyone. I think the conversation's been facilitated for quite a while. It just snowballs. I think the snowballs started um, probably sometime in the 80s. I wouldn't be able to pinpoint you an exact like speech or time. Uh, but there were, I think the snowball for it properly starting to try and undo the damage of mainly the 50s, I think. Um... And probably sometimes before that as well, uh, like Victorian values are also a thing. Um, and religion has been a thing for a very long time, and that's fucked up a lot of people. Uh, but yeah. I think the damage is starting to be undone. Um, it is. By and the people... conversation has been snowballing for a very long time, just very slowly. It's snowballing very slowly at, uh, down a very, very big mountain. <laughs> Yeah, I would like to hope that by the time that I am 30, 30 or 40, uh, I'm 25 now, it will be the norm for uh, men have... to yeah. sit around at the pub and discuss their emotions. Yes, yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, and, you know, it, it should And be. I have faith I that that will happen at the moment. Me too. Thanks to uh, people like Bo Burnham being says, so open. Uh, I, have, I have other problems than just those two, <laughs> but I think a lot of my other problems will clear up if those two fuck off. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can, I can see why. Like, I don't think, um, like, I don't think, like, there's, like, getting rid of one thing will immediately solve a problem or whatever. And these things don't solve overnight and stuff like that. But my hope is, is that eventually we are at that place. I would love to see in my lifetime um, the men talking about their emotions regularly. Yeah. No one ever asking what sexuality or gender you are. Um, and uh, the acceptance of people regardless of race or sexuality um and everything like that i i really hope to see all of that within my lifetime 
Uh, yeah. And I, def- I, I definitely do feel a, a lot of a lot of things would go away if capitalism was not fucking us real hard as well. Uh, that is another big one. Um, I feel like capitalism fucks us over physically in terms of the things that we can physically do, like healthcare in uh, some countries needing uh, it isn't free, um, and science progression costing money. Uh, such as how much like the conversation at the start of the fucking pandemic where it was like oh no how much is the vaccine going to cost us that really pissed me off like then... that that's just that's just I do not have words for how angry hearing that kind of fucking and we're like, sentence said it me. doesn't matter it because... doesn't matter how much it fucking costs you to progress Save people's lives. To save people's lives. To save people's lives and also progress uh, humanity as a species as well. In terms of, we have limited ourselves by so many years of scientific and galactic exploration. This is all me just going off on a sci-fi nerd rant now. But we have legit limited ourselves through scientific progression because of money. And because that's a thing. You know. I think if anything comes out of the pandemic... I work in engineering, would... it's bad. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. Uh, I hope by the time I have kids that my children will feel comfortable just being themselves. Exactly. I hope that no one will ever need to say anything uh, about their sexuality. It will just be a thing and they can just go and love whoever. Uh, you're telling me I can't afford to get vaccinated because I don't have insurance. What the fuck? So you still have to pay to get vaccinated even though... The vaccine's out and the disease is still spreading. I didn't even fucking know that. I always that, forget how lucky I am real? to be in the Do UK. Do you actually have to fucking pay to get vaccinated for a global pandemic that's killed hundreds of thousands of fucking people around the world? Millions of people. Millions, yeah. And it's still Millions. going. And Just you're telling me alone. that you have to pay to be fucking vaccinated. That's so fucked, man. Yeah, capitalism is one of the things that makes me so, so angry. Um, I, I don't understand why healthcare isn't the seen places as a around human here right require pl- payment. That's fucking ridiculous. It, it, it's human so life, human life, and human rights should not be a matter of debate, or should not be a matter of monetary value, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, we should. Yeah human life should be more valuable than money and 100 percent uh there are countries on a positive note because i feel like i've gotten very ranty right now because it is one of the topics that makes me so so angry um on a positive note there are some countries wales has recently announced that they are testing um a universal basic income for the whole country which i think it's i think in, I think it's incredible. It might be part of Wales. I'm not too sure. They're, but somewhere in Wales, or maybe the whole country, has announced that they are and testing... And Scotland are now giving women free period products. That's another good thing. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. Healthcare mm. is important, and so are sanitary products. Sanitary um, products just should are be free. a fucking basic like, need. Remember when like, that, the fucking tampon tax came out, and it was just like... Um, it's just like, why are you taxing basic fucking necessities like what yeah like you can get condoms for free from any health uh sexual health clinic why can't i don't live in a very highly populated area oh dear that that well that doesn't make sense i was about to say that makes sense no it doesn't make sense that you still have to pay regardless of where you fucking live um yeah it's just a bit fucked up 
but that's very fucked up, yo. Um, but yes, on a positive note, there are places that have tested and are still testing universal basic income. I think universal basic income is the way forwards. You should provide. Yeah. You should provide everybody in your country, uh, food, shelter, uh, water, and clothing and electricity because that's a modern and necessity. and period products and and period products and healthcare. You know, you should provide yeah. all, uh, provide care, shelter, food, water, clothing, it, like all of your basic things of a modern age should be provided for everybody. Even if it's just a one bedroom apartment in a sky rise, that's still a home that someone can have. That means that they're off the street. And then once you've provided basic necessities for everybody, then then they can think about working if they want to improve their living situation in terms of like not improve it in terms of like oh if i don't go to work i won't have a fucking house uh in terms of oh if i don't go to work i'll just be in this apartment and if you're fine with that you're fine with that but if you want to go to work work hard get money maybe move into a two-bedroom de detached house in a fucking cottage somewhere yeah. on the edge of a city then you can and that is your upgrade you should you should pay for luxury. You should not pay for necessity. Yeah. Uh, and in the so, US, there's still taxes on feminine products. I think there's still taxes on feminine products here in the UK as well. There, there is still taxes on feminine mm. products. And it just makes no sense because I don't just... The, the, the main argument is that if condoms are free, uh, fucking period products should, because, should be because you choose to have sex. You don't choose to bleed once a month. Like... Okay, no, it's not a thing anymore. It's been scrapped. I did it? remember... Oh, I remembered yeah, reading an article there, there and I have, said, I have said that the Chancellor uh, Rishi Sunak has said that the tax applied to sanitary products nicknamed the tampon tax has been abolished. Okay. Um, as okay. And this article was written the 2nd of January 2021. Okay. I just... Hope that all of the country takes Scotland's lead on everything. Scotland's so much better than us. I fucking adore Scotland, uh, uh, and I wish I was uh, raised there. Honestly, my in... mother, my I am partially Scottish. I do have Scottish family, and I kind of wish wish I was born in Scotland and raised in Scotland and was a Scottish citizen. I can get Scottish citizenship now. However, um, you know, obviously. As someone who is raised in Britain and identifies as British and has a British passport, I would not be accepted by the Scottish people as yeah. one of them because I'm not. I, I wasn't raised there. I have I have Scottish blood in my veins, but I wasn't raised there, unfortunately, which kind of makes me sad. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who are Scottish or have moved up to Scotland to be with partners and have children. And uh, my friend who's last year had a kid in scotland who is scottish uh has said that scotland's a lot better than england and she's lived in uh, both yeah yeah uh scott i think uh education's free in scotland as well uh you uni's free in scotland yeah, you, yeah uh, you get a free baby box when you're having a baby as well with uh your first set of nappies and a few sets of clothes for mm. if you can't afford um afford the essentials for a baby as well yes which is Everybody perfect uh, okay i think we managed to tie it off on a good note there should we end I it think before we get nice into end. any more 
Any more topics? I think Scott. The conclusion: Scotland is great and represent people and more in everybody fictional go and watch things. Bo and in real things. And everybody go and watch Bo. watch Bo Burnham. And uh, yes, yeah. I do hope that eventually we'll be able to have a podcast, maybe on episode thirty million and three hundred and six. Uh, with Bo Burnham on it. Where, with Bo Burnham on it, where we talk about all of the wonderful poly, gay, trans, autistic, disabled character representation that is now in video games in the next fucking 10 years or whatever. But until then, I think we should uh, conclude the conversation there because this is the longest podcast we have ever done. But it's been very wonderful. Thank you for joining me, Casper. Uh, I... I'm going to go on and play a little bit of Apex Legends, but this is the end of the podcast. So, yeah, for, podcast. For, of course, you can. And uh, podcast, listen, can I have a hug first? That's You're so adorable. You know that, right? Um, I love that. Okay. Um, uh, yes, this is the end of the podcast. Bye, YouTube we'll listeners. See you next time. Yeah, Goodbye. we'll see you, YouTube listeners. Bye, bye. You, I'm, the recording's ending now, so go. I don't know, drink some water or something. Bye, bye. Hey.